This is Brampton Library Stories, exploring life beyond the shelves. Join us as we discuss the moments that define your library experience. You won't find these stories in a book. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, it's so good to be here. So we're about halfway through our recording series. Mm-hmm. We're getting the hang of it now. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun stories. Yes. So far. Yeah. Uh, a good variety of experiences shared so far, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're doing a slightly different interview, mm-hmm. a different conversation than we've had so far. Mm-hmm. And one that maybe people won't necessarily think of when they think of the library. Yeah. So it's going to be really uh, insightful. Yeah, I think so. Because if we if we think about it, you know, a lot of people that uh, advocate for the library, a lot of people that love the library have these warm, fuzzy feelings about the library. Mm-hmm. Um, they're often people who enjoy reading, enjoy books, or and enjoy the idea of books. Absolutely. Um, Came to the library as a kid for story times. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and sort of love that community uh, sense mm-hmm. that they of get. readers. Yeah, yeah. as mm-hmm. readers in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so let's imagine that for a second. So you're someone who has a local library. Check. Check. You like to read. Check. We don't need to imagine. This is real life. This is you. Okay. Okay. Um, You really like to read. Mm -hmm. uh, And you're at a point in your life where you've got some spare time Mm -hmm. or you realize that you want to give back to your community. Yeah. And so your natural um, thoughts go to your local library. It's the community place. They give you everything for free. So it figures that you may want to give them something for free. Um, So you think hey, I'm going to go volunteer at the library. Yep. And what, I, what I'd love to do is go and volunteer and read kids' books, like books to kids, I should say. Read kids' books. That's a different kind of volunteering. I do that for myself. Um, read books to children. Maybe do some shelving, some light weeding. For Not those, reading. <laughs> I don't have a speech impediment. That's a different word. Yeah. <laughs> Weeding. Taking the books, you know, out of circulation. That's that right. Really yeah. Do well. Exactly. Yeah. So very much focused. Let's on do some work the at the library yeah, for free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but then you realize, wait a minute. Doesn't There's people that, that do that. Exactly. It doesn't look like that. No. Because like get paid to do that. This is it. Mm-hmm. So what? What do we do if we want to volunteer at the library? Very good question. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think. Uh, well, this is what we're going to be talking about yeah. today, and we are actually here with our volunteer supervisor, mm-hmm. Rada, um, and she is, you know, the the queen of all things volunteering here at Brampton Library. Yeah, and she's going to give us some insight. Uh, we're going to ask her lots of questions about what it looks like to volunteer at the library, who, what, you know, typically who is interested in volunteering. Because mm-hmm. it, it varies. Yeah. And there's w- different jobs for, for everybody. Well, what opportunities mm-hmm. there are, right? And, and what opportunities there are not. So I'm curious about that too, because as we said, um, there's a fine line yep. uh, between the jobs people do at the library and then the way the community can get back to the library. Um, and so we're going to learn about that. It's going to be a feel-good episode. I, I could feel it. Yeah, I'm yeah. already feeling good. Okay. <laughs> Hello, girls. Hi. Oh, what a beautiful introduction. I feel like I could hire you immediately on the spot. You don't even have to go through the real process. I mean, you have connections. So We're going to jump are. the volunteer line. <laughs> yes, you'll I be the like first it. one in, in a line to be hired. So, yes, so good to be here. And I'm so excited to share this 
passion for volunteering and helping your community and being part of the library uh, environment. So I'm ready. Go yeah. ahead. Well, for, I'm curious how uh, you found yourself to be supervising all things volunteering at the library. How'd you get here? What'd you do? Well, there was a position that was posted um, internally and I applied mm-hmm. um for that position because apart from the library I am very active in volunteering outside the library yeah. uh, my one of my passions and I have quite a few She's, Rad is the most passionate person I've she's ever met she's a passionate baker <laughs> yes uh, one of my uh, greatest passion is acting and uh, I have raised lots of money helping children in a war and um, mm-hmm. people in need through my acting performing in Canada US um, England and back in Europe in general so that gave me that um, beautiful feeling discovering what I can do and how much I can change somebody's life. Mm -hmm. So this is what I brought into this um, position, my experience, my passion and um, desire to help uh, others discover the beauty of volunteering, not just because there's mandatory 40 hours like we don't talk about this we just talk about desire to help yes exactly yeah Yeah. yes Uh, so yeah that's that's where i have been in this role for a few years and i love it and it's amazing and i think it shows and i think it's so special when someone is able to find uh, a calling to find a job that they can do that is much more than a job and, and aligns with what their values are in yeah, life. Yeah, when your passions so really do come together um, in your work, mm-hmm. it really shows. Tell us just sort of a basic, you know, introduction. As we said, a lot of people expect uh, their local community library to be the perfect place to volunteer, um, but their expectations of what what they can do when they volunteer might be. A little surprising or, or different from what the reality is. So what give us a little bit of sort of what is volunteering at the library look like uh, sort of or, or how has it changed, perhaps, because I'm sure at some point people could just come into the library and read stories to kids. And that was what they did. At some point, maybe. Well, library, our library had always had volunteers help us reach further into community yeah. and the community engagement. That's very important for us. We had friends of the library that helped us um, raise funds and uh, assist us with book sales. Mm. And then eventually, um, as our services have changed, the, the roles of our volunteers have changed accordingly. Um, so um, I'll just talk a little bit about the teens because that is the largest number of our volunteers. Okay, so we've got sort of different demographics yes we have adults that volunteer visiting library service i'll touch the base with that a program and then we have uh, volunteers with intellectual disabilities that provide some meaningful work to our library mm-hmm. and we also have teens that make the largest number of uh, okay. our volunteers as i said um our service, the way we deliver service to the community has changed. So it's more hands-on programs to younger um, clients, customers. Um, we have our programs are mostly STEM-based, science, technology, engineering, and math, right. which is promoting fun learning. Yep. And in order to um, deliver the program and uh, have children receive the best values of the program, we need somebody to mentor them during the program because mm-hmm. oftentimes we have 50, 70, 100 um, kids attend these uh-huh. programs. That's right. And then we hire our teens who come, like, you know, ready to help through these programs. Um, they have to be um, 14. Mm-hmm. 
and they have to have passion to be involved and help others. So that's very important. They have to have that sense of commitment and dedication. Um, Ontario government introduced this requirement uh, on September 1st in 1999 Mm -hmm. that each student has to complete 40 hours of volunteering. Uh And many students uh, come to the library thinking, oh, I just have to do my hours and I'll just do it. You know, my parents want me to be in the library. But then once they discover with our help and our coaching, the beauty of volunteering, uh, being part of our amazing environment. Our staff is so supportive. Our um, customers are amazing. And so they appreciate what we deliver and what we offer. It becomes the most positive learning experience. And um, one of the goals that I have is to foster a long relationship with community through this volunteering. Mm -hmm. So as you mentioned, some of these teens, when they were five, six years old, they came to attend our story times. And now they they would like to give back to the library. They would like to give back to the community because they have these fond memories of those story times mm-hmm. programs. And here we are continuing on with um, cherishing that relationship with our community. So what does it look like? A volunteer comes in, they had these great experiences at the library, and now they're here to do some hands-on work. Like, what are just some examples of the tasks that they're assigned or? Well, most of them, when they apply to volunteer, you know, they say, oh, I I can put I can put books on the shelves. I can do this. And then um, this is we have to communicate clearly that that's not part of the volunteering involvement in the library because we are unionized environment. Mm -hmm. And um, it's walking that fine line between what volunteers can do in order not to compromise and jeopardize uh, bargaining units. Yeah, the work work that people are going to do. So it's very important that they understand. So what they can do is uh, they're working, they're preparing uh, along with the staff, preparing everything for the program when we have um, robotics, like little engineers, how to create electrical circuit, how to control oil spill. These programs require some prep before the program. Yes. And then during the program um, alone, volunteers work with like five, six kids, mentoring them, helping them how to complete the experiment that's um, uh, led by our staff. So, all, and after the program, there's a cleanup and, you know, crowd control and just being engaged and involved. And um, so these volunteers, in a way, become like big brothers and big sisters to the, the kids. Yeah. What a cool opportunity. Yes. And then the, our volunteers are exploring uh, whether they would like to be teachers or work in this similar environment. So few of our volunteers um, have uh, continuing and developing their career in mm-hmm. teaching and because mm-hmm. they discover that passion and uh, love for helping kids. So yeah. it's it's really a long-term um, investment. Absolutely. And I've seen volunteers as well at some of our big events that we run, like Customer Appreciation Day. Um, the volunteers, oh, bless their hearts, but uh, they get inside some of the costumes. You know, we have Clifford the dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we have Franklin yes. the turtle. And the volunteers are just such good sports. And so they'll help out with the costumes or they'll help out um, directing customers who attend, you know, giving out some print material, helping inform them a little bit. Um, and I think when you have that kind of experience, like you said, Rada, it can lead to so many 
possibilities. Like you're working on improving your social skills, you're gaining confidence, and that can be applied to so many different professions. It's really multifaceted. Yes. And then they feel sense of pride. Yes. They're contributing to this amazing service that we offer to the community. And that gives them extra motivation to do better and be more involved. And uh, we, we just have such an amazing young, young people on, on board. It's just so amazing. Like I, I love my job just to the fact that I have this opportunity to um, have the first interview with these students when yeah. they are learning, you know, what's the body language, how they should talk, the dress code. I help them through the process. And it's just like when I see a 14-year-old comes uh, that comes for the interview and in fully dressed uh, business suit with a tie. Yeah. I'm so overwhelmed with happiness because I can see he understands this student is so young, but he understands these are the first steps that he needs to take in order to gain that important set of skills for future challenges that he will be dealing with. Well, and this is something I really wanted to like spend some time on is the process of becoming a volunteer, because I think, Rada, when you took this role on you really kind of revolutionized it and you um, created a process that is so kind of real to, to what, you know, people experience in the workplace. It's a formal hiring process. It really yep. is, which I think is super cool for teens to be exposed to. Um, Cause you might take, you know, a co-op class or you might take, you know, a resume kind of writing workshop, but this is like, it's the full like 180, 360 experience. Um, so how does it start and what are the steps that they go through to become a volunteer? Well, we have application form in, in place, of course, and that has to be filled and uh, based when we need number of volunteers for certain branches. We have seven branches and uh, um, it's a quite um, process to uh, hire volunteers because just last year, just to mention, um, I interviewed and hired 500 volunteers wow. for the These whole year. These are just year. teens? Just the teens, okay. yeah. yes. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about visiting library service and adult yeah. volunteers a little bit later because that's a very important component of our um, volunteering services. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're talking about teens mostly because it's it's a big change and um, it's a large number of students. There's that so much involved. demand. Yes, yeah. exactly. So they fill out the form and um, when they get phone call, you know, come for the interview. So sometimes uh, I have some funny situations. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, I called a student for the interview and um, he was the one who answered the call, the phone and he's, you know, introduced myself and I'm, you know, you, I have your application form and I'm conducting interviews and then you can hear him. Mom, it's oh. the library calling. Did you fill out my application oh, form? Oh, no. But see, these are the important life lessons, right? So, like. you know, um, and then I had another example where the mother called uh, and she would like to know where the status, the status of her son's application. Okay. And um, so I also, um, I called back and... Um, and the, the reason why I, I, I might say this, I'm sorry, I'm kind of losing track. I like to talk that's about this. Okay. I think I should be all day here. I mean, I don't yeah, want to. we've got all day. It's okay, fine. that's great. Well, I'm glad now I can ease off. We'll bring off. in some lunch. It'll be yeah. good. Okay. No, and the lunch we can skip today. That's okay. <laughs> we have I'm, priorities. Yes. I'm happy with this. So this is my my um, so food for my soul. So I'm not hungry. <laughs> anyway, uh, so she called twice. And I, so I called back and I said, um, there's a, uh, on our form, we have a, like a bigger space allowed for uh, students to, you know, elaborate why they would like to volunteer. Is it typically because I need 40 hours? Yes, I need 40 <laughs> hours. So 
can I say this? I don't call those students well, for the interview. Because it's not enough, I, don't, I suppose. I don't. Yeah. That's not good enough. I don't have time to work on, on them to evoke that motivation, inspiration yeah. to change that. So, but if I feel there's a potential, then I kind of, yes, I'll I do. guide them I, along. Yeah. So I called and, um, the mom and I said, you know what? Um, this is why I didn't call your son, because this is the only reason why he would like to volunteer. She says, can you please speak to him? I said, okay. Okay. So I said, this, um, is, so this is beyond your, your job description, I think. Yes. But, uh-huh. So I said, can you please put me on speaker? So I would like your mom to hear oh, what we're oh, talking about. So, so why would you like to volunteer the library? So well, I need my 40 hours. I said, okay, you know, listen, because you call, you applied twice and your mom called. Okay. So I think you need some support here. I'm interviewing tomorrow morning mm-hmm. and I would like you to come at a time that suits you. From now, it's five o'clock Friday until tomorrow at 12 uh, Saturday. You have enough time to educate yourself for the interview Uh and how you should fill out another application form that you will bring along. So browse over. Uh Yes, yes. So um, sit in front of YouTube, read some books, uh, whatever you need to do. I want you to come tomorrow for the interview and we'll decide together. Oh, no pressure. Well, and I think it kind of shakes them up a little bit and realizes that this is, you know, this is the real thing. And And then I can hear mom from the distances. Thank you very much. Thank you. Of course. This is what I've been telling him, but he wouldn't listen. So he came the next day and he nailed it. Amazing. He, he was amazing. That motivation. And he will remember this forever. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yep. he will take this as a positive learning um, experience. Absolutely. Well, and he'll also, I think it's, it's important for a young person to understand that, uh, you know, that they're worth the effort. Yes, you know, not exactly. just that the effort is worth it on their part, but right. when someone takes a minute mm-hmm. to go on speakerphone and to give someone a bit of a pep talk, a yep. kick in, a kick in the backside, perhaps, yeah. but you know, you, you we don't have a lot of opportunities to receive that kind of attention um, and that reminder that we matter. Yeah, if we just apply ourselves a little bit, you know, I think that's really significant. Well, and these are life skills that they're going to need like in a couple of years. Well, the, the world is so competitive out there. There's yeah. so many young people coming on board with um, um, degrees, great background, education. And, Experience. you know, for these kids to succeed, they need to bring the valuable tools as well. They yeah. have to have those skills. So if I have a chance to help them shape those skills, yeah. I'll be, uh, I'm, I'm happy to do it. So just to go back to your question. So there's application form and then I call them for the interview when they come for the interview. Um, I kind of filter for sure. the next level, which mm-hmm. is orientation and um, that they have to attend and training. Um, the interview is always an interesting um, experience for both sides. Uh, do, do parents come with their kids to the interview? I'm curious. Uh, well, they do, but some of them would like to attend the interview. I said, no, no, I'm interviewing your child. Of course. Because um, if they were going for a job, they Sometimes be it's the whole family that comes, you know, it's like a family <laughs> outing. Well, that's like sweet five, though. Everyone wants them. them to be successful. And they, they would like, this is like a first experience and they're yeah. going, going, they're coming for interview in the it's library, you know, yeah. yeah. So it's, and I understand, I see the importance in their eyes. So I want them to have this as a great experience yeah. for all of them. So I said, you know, we will meet next time, but this time it's just, um, just your, your fly little bird. Yes. Fly. <laughs> so, um, 
when uh, we go through the process of interview, and you can imagine some of them are so nervous, they're pulling their sleeves. Oh, yeah. So by the end of the interview, the sleeves are all on the floor, all the way down. The, the shirt <laughs> has so stretched stretch. beyond, like, you know. I mean, we all know Physical how that Physical signs of stress and anxiety <laughs> exactly. right there. And the legs are crossed so many times and tied oh, in yeah. knot. I feel like at the end of the interview, I, can, I have to carry this little oh, bundle no. of <laughs> youth and joy, just pass on to their parents, say they will, she survived, but yeah. she needs time to recover. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's really fun. I love um, learning from them and I love them learning from me. Well, I think it's such a special role that you have, because as we, as we keep saying, this is the first experience for many of these young people of a real world uh, thing that they're going to have to really sort of polish up their skills for and step and, up. Yeah. And they're never going to forget that exactly. first brush with, you know, the real career. And you know, what's important world. for me, um, they probably will not remember me or doesn't really, but they will remember it was in the library. Yeah. I want them to take this, a memory, a positive one. That's from the library. I remember years ago, I was at the library. I was interviewed yeah. and I learned this at the library. So, uh, and I always shake hands with them when they come to the interview. Oh, yeah. Some of them just drop like they're dead. Like, well, oh. another important life skill. It's Some true. of, And then I always, I give them like a firm handshake. And you know, my message to them is, I'm here to support you. Yeah. Don't be afraid, mm -hmm. you know. Well, of course, you're not there to intimidate them. No. You're exactly. there to, to get yes, them I, in the right place. And I want to get the best out of them. You know, yeah. I, I would like to see what we can work with for the future success. But it's an interesting place, sort of a fine line to tread because you don't want that. You don't want them to feel entitled to the, to the position, thing, to the position exactly. they're applying for. Yes. You yes. want them to work for it, but you yes. don't want to scare them. Yes. You don't want to exactly. intimidate them. So yes. It's an interesting, it's, I mean, it's, it's not like parenting really, yeah. but it's, it's like a combo. You know, of yeah, two you're, worlds. you're sort of you're you're parenting these these kids who are trying to yes exactly. get somewhere. So last year I was interviewing again, and then I didn't realize this student already had volunteered for us, and he reapplied, and I called him for interview, and then the first thing he comes and he extends his hand for handshake. Oh yeah, and I said this is impressive. Where did you learn that? He said you taught me last uh, year. I so, actually have goosebumps. <laughs> and it's just so amazing. Like, and this is such a positive um, approach yeah. to this whole process. So that really gives me um thrill of course yes. it, yeah it's, it's, I just love my job I I'm well let me tell you I'm never retiring <laughs> thank I'm god I don't know what we do without you <laughs> no. I'm staying on board forever, forever. I just <laughs> I just love this opportunity yeah. uh, to work with these things and um as I said, to link their memory with the library, the library, that's what's important. They will take it further and beyond. It's the library that plays this significant role in their development. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's really so special. Cool. So they come in, they do their interview, and then the next step. And the next step is we have orientation. Hmm? And that's where I bring the parents. This is where you bring the fun. Exactly. Yes, this, is, uh, this is very important. And this is the first time that we are doing this, like many things in this process that haven't done, haven't been ha done before. Sorry, but I have this strange perception. I've never actually been to an orientation for these teen volunteers, but from what I gather, I know, of course, it's not real, but I have, I have this thing in my head where I imagine it's a bit like the introduction to Fight Club, like... 
these are the ground rules. (laughs) You thought you knew, but this is what it is. Like, do you know what I mean? I kind of, I want it to be like this because I want it to be the secret club of volunteers. It's like a boot camp, you think? (laughs) But, but, uh, but yeah, but in this like cool, like insider way, you know, like these, this is what you must know. The challenge was with these teens, you know, they were coming for their shifts, but not coming. You know, they had lots of homework. They were like academically geared towards good grades and it's just volunteer, you know, like. Yeah, they were too casual about it. Yeah, it was just volunteering, you know, I'm not going today, but I'll go next time. It's okay. Mm. So I was thinking, how can I change this? Like uh, to evoke this, like a sense of responsibility. Yeah. And And they have uh, to own it. They have to own it and they have to be accountable for their like, you know, decisions. They're not going to show up shift. Oh, it's okay. It's just a program. It's just, I have homework. So um, I decided to involve parents Mm -hmm. because this is a community where the parents are really hands-on. You know, yeah, they're geared, they geared towards um, good education. Um, if you didn't know, Brampton is grooming only lawyers, engineers, and doctors. I did not know that. Okay, and well, I'm not surprised. This <laughs> is what all these things, when I interview them, what is it you like to become one day? Yeah. So those three. Doctor, there's, lawyer, or engineer. There's nothing I didn't else. hear librarian. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. No, there's no, not yet. I'm working towards <laughs> yeah. that, though. Um so these kids are fo- like focused on their studies and then just comes volunteering this and that, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking I need to show the responsibility, the volume of this experience yeah. and share that with parents as well. Yeah. Because the parents are involved. The parents are really focused on their. It's a paterfamilias community where the father is, mm-hmm. you know, executive for the many decisions in the family. So when I bring the parents as well as kids, when I talk the vo- values of volunteering, when I talk, when I bring in some examples of ordinary people who had made such a huge difference in their lives in the world as well. And it's just one of us because they learned what difference we can make, what ability we have, how far we can push our limits. Yeah. And then I get support from the parents. At the end of each and every orientation, I get support from many of them come to me and say, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. All of them. So the, at the end of the day, I, you know, I tell them like small steps can lead you to giant success. Well, so it's a nice combination this. of sort of accountability. Um, empowerment. And, and, and motivation, I was mm-hmm. going to say, yeah, empowerment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and this is such a cool experience because I think for the first the first time in their lives, they are um, going on a bit of an endeavor and they're going through some stressful kind of situations and they're accomplishing something at the end. And they can come through and say, I did that. Like, I got this position. I, you know, I interviewed yes. for this. Like, yes. I worked for this. Yes, And exactly. I think that gives such a big confidence boost. And, and it makes them understand too, I think, that beyond, you know, receiving their volunteer hours, beyond physically being at the library for 40 hours, they are really enhancing the programs that they're participating in, right? There's kids who they are able to influence exactly by being enthusiastic about the work that they're doing there. And it's a cycle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have quite a few volunteers that stay beyond 40 hours. We have oh, um, wow. few students that have over 200 hours with us. Yeah. They, they, like, you know, grow into into the system, into the programs, into the environment and uh, such a positive vibe. So it's important, though, because you're giving them the context and you're sort of allowing them to picture themselves 
within that big picture, sort of what is the purpose of us doing this volunteering? Yes, maybe it's just to gain some experience, but really you're, you have a role, you know, it goes back to, I don't I have no idea where the first place I heard it was some variation of whatever it is you're doing, you know, be the best at that thing. Mm-hmm. Not, not because of a competition, but if you're, you know, if you're serving coffee, be the best coffee server you can be like, there's no reason to be complacent in the thing you're, the role you're given because you have an important job to do. Well, and it serves you. It gives you a feeling of meaning, a feeling of, of making a difference. Yes. yes. And I want them to see beyond this number 40 hours. Yes, exactly. I want them to see this on a big picture because this world is a big picture and they will not be living just locally here. They will be stepping out into universities and exploring different other opportunities worldwide. I think, I think, but that's, I think that's the key thing at that age, especially when, you know, when you're 14, when you're 15, you're going about your life as it's been laid out for you so far, right? There's not a ton of decisions for you to make you. Yeah. You could do try harder and do better in your academics and your hobbies and such, but really you're kind of going along your path. So I feel like this is one of the first chances that they have to realize that they really have power to accomplish something, to enhance not only their own life, but someone else's. Well, this is like a, they're laying out the foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you either big, you will build a mansion or you will just build a hood. Yeah. It's so, up to them, but yes, that's the key. They, they have that They authority. have that ownership yeah. of their future. They're in the driver's seat. Yes. And I really relate to these children like my own. Yeah, I could, say, I could tell. Uh-huh. And, and I think uh, our listeners clearly. can even hear it in and, your voice. You yeah. know, I, I have to share one, like a very emotional moment was um, one of the girls I was interviewing and I said, you know, um, and I did say to her, your success is very important to me. I can relate to you as my own child. Yeah. And her eyes swelled with tears and like she said, but nobody ever said that to me. My skin oh. is different color. Oh. And I said, but your heart and my heart are the same color. Oh, right oh wow. That's what makes us human. This is, I, I said, if we talk about eliminating racism and discrimination, we should look beyond the skin color. Oh, absolutely. Look into yeah. your soul and your heart. So your heart and my heart are the same color. Yeah. And our tears have the same taste yeah. and our blood is the same color. Yeah. So why would we be different then? Uh-huh. So I really feel that um, these children are worth every effort and investment yeah. Well, this is it. And they can feel that you're investing yes. in them it's by genuine. giving them the opportunity, by yes. believing so, what they're capable of. Yeah. So it's it's actually an amazing experience for me, yeah. dealing with parents, with teens. And it's just like at the end of the day, I feel very good about this whole um, process. Amazing. And how many people can really say that about their jobs? Right. That it, I think you're you're very lucky. To be I'm able privileged. To say that. Yeah. I'm really yeah. privileged. With volunteering, oftentimes people assume that it's sort of a giveaway thing that it's a, it's, 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 yeah, they take it for granted because I'm giving my free time, uh, you know, but I think it's important that when people realize how we put standards around the volunteers that come to the library, how they're That's held huge. to a high standard, yes. as you say, it speaks to the value of our services overall. It speaks to how seriously we're taking not just their contributions, but how it reflects on us and our services. And I think that just sort of, communicates to the public overall that we really are very conscious of the quality uh, that we're putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. It's important. Their performance um, measures our success in the community. Yep. And um, I don't, we don't want them to be um, bad example. We right. will do everything that 
we we can to coach them and support them and but they have to bring that motivation with them in a way it works both ways so it's it's very important for them to be involved and stay on board as long as as they want and it's it's um, it's a great experience actually it is um so what what kind of opportunities then are there for adults uh for adults um they don't quite come to assist with programs because it's not something they would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we have like mostly teens in a yeah. place. But we do have a thing library service. Okay. That so is, tell us a little bit about that. Um, again, that's my heart is there too. <laughs> Visiting library service um, is designed to help our customers who are homebound for different reasons. Mostly it's health reasons. They right. can't come to the library. So... Um, our amazing volunteers deliver, like they bring the library to their doorstep. They deliver books every month. Yeah, I just, and I need to stop you right there because I, until I, before I worked here, I assumed that I knew this service existed where, you know, homebound customers were able to still access the library. But I thought that that was um, accomplished, you know, by library staff. I thought it was just an extension of library service to realize that this is fueled completely by volunteers floored me the first time I heard it because it, it it's it's just people that want to help other people. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, that's like a true value of volunteerism when you see in these um, adults who dedicate their time and the cost of like, you know, driving a car yeah. and um, picking up the books and going to their homes and spending some time so with these um, customers. Yeah, really connecting. Uh, which is connecting beyond delivering the book. It's not only about the library. And um, uh, sometimes um, these volunteers are the only ones that come to their door. Wow. And uh, it becomes... Um, like a friendship, it yeah. becomes like a support uh, discussion over a favorite book. Um, mm-hmm. Recommend what oh I should read next next time. Can you please buy this for me? I can go to the store, oh, and wow. it's important. So some of these volunteers are taking their role above and beyond to help our homebound customers. And I personally have delivered um, books few times. Um, because um, it was a situation where I needed to go and mm-hmm. deliver books. It was the only. Um, enjoyment for that customer and wow. she she was just desperate and uh, she's almost 90 she's um her health uh, is really poor and she says i can't sleep i can't walk Aww. i cannot move i'm in desperate need um of a book and then oh. with this like as you know we had rainy oh. days mm-hmm. and like really weather wasn't the best so um i did go and yeah. um it's just amazing to see the happiness that one mm-hmm. book can bring to someone yeah. the, the, her face like shined and she says, thank you so much i thank you so much and um can you tell me this and then you know we yeah. we got involved in the further conversation because she needed some more information sure. and um I just could see um, anybody being in in her place and desperately needing for some kind of uh, support and help. And of course, you you know you you have that call as a human yep. to provide the best you can, the, the help, the advice, the piece of information that that your customer is looking for, which is not related to the library at all. But you have this role at that moment that's important for sharing that information. So this is what happens with our volunteers. Wow, it's a huge responsibility. It's a huge responsibility. But it's also a bit of, and not to sound cheesy, but here we go, it's also a bit of a gift. Like volunteering is really what you put into it. And it's amazing what your time 
can bring to other people. It, exactly. Your time can make such a big difference. And so there is one more um, opportunity that you had mentioned at the beginning. Um, so we've got our te- opportunity for teens to volunteer. We've got opportunities for adults and seniors um, to, to offer their time, you know, with visiting library service, with senior council. You were talking um, also about the opportunity for individuals with disabilities? Mm. Yes, exactly. We have um, intellectual, uh, dis- um, sorry, volunteers with intellectual disabilities. And um, usually it's part. It's in partnership with um, uh, either Park Home School or um, Carey Place um, okay. or um, Brampton Calvin Community. They come with their support worker. And um, we provide um, some meaningful jobs that they can do yeah. without, uh, with them feeling great uh, contribution to the library. Yeah. Yeah. Independence, is, too. Independence, yeah. you know, the com- accomplishment, yeah. confidence. Yeah. Um, when they come with these big smiles, we are just so uh, overwhelmed with that positive energy yeah. and the shine, they, the, the, the glow they bring to the library. They enjoy what they do. Yeah. It, the jobs are simple but still meaningful, and we need those of course, things it, done. It needs to be done. Yeah. It needs to be done, so they help us with that, maintaining our DVDs and um, our audiobooks and tracking some things yeah. that are, are they in proper place. So it's really working well for... Um, you know, uh, everybody yeah, involved. Like, you know, everyone has a, uh, something to offer. Yes, yes and everyone exactly. can find their place in the library. Uh, depending on what it is that they have yes, to offer. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. the library is a place of belonging. Yes. So yes. people really belong into this this amazing space in, in the community. That's another uh, way of um, volunteering at the library. And also, we will be gearing towards a repair cafe. Ah, that's going to be a big that one. one. That one really relies on volunteers. Yes. I yes. love that program. So yeah. skilled people. Um, that are either retired or have some spare time. They know how to fix like small appliances, computers, um, sewing, sewing, yes, sewing. Um, as you can see, the libraries are not about the books anymore only. No, but it's yes. it's a beautiful program because it still speaks to the essence of the library. When yeah. I think about it, it's members of the community coming together to share knowledge that the other person may not have and needs and accomplish something together in, so, in the library space. Yeah. So just in case anyone's not super familiar with a repair cafe, basically, I don't know how often we hold them, once every couple months. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, in you, partnership you, with the Sheridan College. Yep. Yes. Yep. You can bring in a broken appliance or, you know, a ripped blouse, whatever. Yeah, say any household item. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And Unfortunately, we don't fix broken hearts, but if you come, oh, you can have no. a good good time. Listen. Going with others, and maybe your heart will be fixed. You if you never talk know. to Rada, chances are okay. yes, <laughs> your you'll, heart you'll, will be repaired. You'll walk out he- healthy, yeah. <laughs> healed. And, 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 it, and then, so there's a call for volunteers ahead of yes. time who are fixers, who yep. are handy. And you uh, can yes. get your items uh, repaired for free. Yes, exactly. And they teach you and they kind of walk you through how yes, this repair yes. is done. It's a fabulous program. The, the best part for me is when you see a few fixers sort of join forces to tackle one big yeah. job. And you can see the passion that they have not only for the thing that they're fixing, but they really want to help each other. Yes. Uh, and then the person who's having their item fixed is so happy and grateful and they've learned something and it's 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 a very feel good yeah uh, you know what's amazing with this technology the way it's developing so we have 3d printers so sometimes when you cannot uh, purchase a spare part that's broken mm-hmm. it's just not available on the market yeah. and you need to repair maybe a toaster maybe an iron maybe something you know along yeah. that line um, or a computer um, one of these um, I see I've seen uh, one of these uh, volunteers uh, print like a uh, create this uh, piece so cool. and then uh, install and 
the, the, the item is. So this really shows that the library is so adaptable to yeah. the change of the, the, the methods of the way that we deliver service. We can do just about anything. Well, and and I, it, oh, go sorry. ahead. Well, it kind of goes back to, to what you were saying before, Rada, about how do you help make positive change, you know, environment, you know, litter. Like, this is such a great program because it's reusing. You know, yes, rather exactly. than all yes. of these appliances going to the landfill, yes. as a volunteer, exactly. you are empowered to come and help save something yeah. from, from being litter. Yes, exactly. And I think it also does what we want to do as a library, right? It's always libraries change, the services we offer change, but we are constantly reminded by people like Rada who spend, you know, their day uh, looking for people and, and, and connecting people to share their time and their abilities. The library is about people. It's, mm-hmm. it, it relies on people, not books, not computers. No, it's yes, about the people. Exactly. Yeah, we listen to our community. Our services have changed, definitely. For yeah. many years, I've been with the library 30 years. But one thing remains um, the same. We place our customers number one, like on number of one. Course, yeah. It's our priority. We listen to our customers and we respond to their needs. It, it sort of is what runs the heart of the library, right? You have professionals, you have librarians, our library staff who are very passionate about what they do. Um, but this is part of their job and, and they help the library run. Mm-hmm. But the volunteers really are like that soft spot, that heart of the library, right? Like they, once they really get it, once they understand what it is that they're doing, once these volunteers who go out to people's houses realize what an impact That's they have, yeah. this is the heart of the library. You, you, this is what helps us, you know, understand our identity. Exactly. That's exactly what you said, because um, volunteerism is the only service that's powered by the heart. Yeah. So, and it really shows. Well, mic drop. <laughs> that's it. Oh, we're done here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Now we go for a drink. <laughs> thank you, Rada. Thank you, Rada. This Amazing. was fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. And I'm so looking forward to listening to this live. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow us at Brampton Library to keep the conversation going. As always, if you want to check out our audio recording studio at Chinkuzi Branch, please visit our website and go to the make menu to find all of the details. Mm-hmm.